Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kinane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster, but until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. All right. Well, here we are. Hey. Hey, this Kyle. Is a special Q&A. Q&A. We're a little bit late. We've been on tour. We've been sick. So your yeah, schedules you're, ain't always coming together the right way. Your March Q&A is dropping in April. So, by the way, somebody uh, somebody took a shot at me saying, "Do I feel dumb for a grown white man saying the word drop?" I said, "Our episode drops tomorrow." Who no, said that? Some some guy. Hey, on the on the Patreon? Uh, no, on uh, on Instagram. Oh. Thanks for following us on Instagram. But no, I don't feel weird like saying drop. <clears throat> Who's dumb? You're the one listening to us. You're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb. Take that, you dumb idiot. But yeah, welcome to the Q and A, you dumb idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we got. Let's get into it. Let's let's take a bite off of this one. Well, <clears throat> this one it starts at February twenty seventh. <laughs> The questions we're getting? Yeah. Okay. We didn't get to these on the last episode. Um, all right. Right out of the gate, Trixie Emerson says, uh, what song for you triggers the most nostalgia? Also, thank you, Kyle, for calling me a hot professor. Hmm. What when did the, you call her a hot professor? I don't know. Don't can't be saying that. I got a lady. Yeah. You know, be careful I'm with that. Uh, here's a couple. that The two that bring the most nostalgia to my mind from my childhood... New Edition, baby. I loved New Edition when I was a kid. I don't know why. Who who's that? That's Bobby Brown was in there. Bobby, Johnny, Ricky, and Mike. <laughs> Fuck Mr. That. Telephone Man, that was yeah. a big hit. But Cool It Now was one of my favorites. My other favorite, who I just learned, it's definitely in the movie. My favorite movie as a kid was Karate Kid, the original Karate great Kid. One, yeah. And my favorite song isn't on the actual official soundtrack. But it's Bananarama and Cruel Summer. This one. The good one. Oh, this really mm-hmm. got my. This pushed my button when I was a kid. It was like it was ominous because it was about a summer being cruel, which that's not how you thought of summer. You're like summer's the best, but apparently for some, summer was not enjoyable. Yeah, man. I'm gonna ask you if you remember this one, Dave. If it's going, come on, you 
fucking here. I do. I'm trying to think what this is from. That's a good beat right there. That's a good beat. Is this from a movie or this was just no. a big hit in our travels? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that right there. You got into that. I've never seen you move like this to music. I've yeah. never seen you break out of fucking, fucking biscuits and gravy, Dave. And your head started moving like you just produced a new Dr. Dre album. <laughs> that was that. I've shit, man. Oh. That impressed me. What song <laughs> is that? That's New Shoes. By who? That's called. The oh. band is new, N-U-S-H-O-O-Z. I remember that. New yeah. Shoes. I can't wait. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, man. <clears throat> what was the first? Uh, I probably asked you this, but I don't remember because sometimes I don't listen when you talk. That's um, fair enough. What was the first album, cassette, whatever, that you remember Either not purchasing on with your own money, but the first one that you possessed, like this is mine. I told I tell you a story about getting Thriller, right? Getting, I don't think so. Getting a Thriller album, buying it at Venture at the department store Venture. Really? And uh, so excited, we were finally getting vi- on record. Yeah, oh, vinyl, vinyl Thriller. Yeah, and like making sure it was on the top of all of our groceries. Okay, or not groceries, like but like back to school shopping. But I'm like, we're getting Thriller. Also, we're getting Thriller. I don't want Thriller to get wrecked. I mean, it needs to be on the top of the cart. Yeah. Of the shopping cart. Yeah. Yeah, because then we went home and we were listening to Thriller. I thought I told the story. And we listened to Thriller, but we were trying to put it on a cassette tape so we could like listen to it in our rooms and stuff. Uh-huh. But at the time, the technology was you would just play the record and record onto a tape. Yeah. But we're all sitting there as a family listening to Thriller. Like I like this song. Shut up! You're ruining the fucking tape. Like you can, the whole family you can just, to yeah, you can just hear that. Like hear us interrupting the recording, oh, that's the, the, funny. the transferring of Thriller to a oh, director's commentary. Yeah, but I remember getting that as a kid. The first two cassette tapes I got, I remember it like Easter. I think I got like a Talking Heads and a Devo tape. Ooh. Good pulls for a. Young I just Canadian. didn't know what new, what didn't know what new wave was. I'm like, I remember Whip. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Somebody like, well, new wave stuff. Here's a Talking Heads tape. Yeah, I remember listening to Thriller when I was, when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I was probably seven, seven or eight, and me and my brother were sitting around the living room listening, and uh, <sighs> mom was making dinner. Yeah, and that part in Thriller, the song, the mm-hmm. Vincent Price. Oh yeah, my mom was like, "What are y'all listening to?" Thriller. It's we've like gone, yeah. Thriller, Mom, shut up. We've gone over, yeah, we've gone over the thrill, how I feel about yeah. Thriller. I told you the time my mom uh, made me take a hammer to my Beastie Boys License to Ill cassette. N- oh. Not not based on the lyrics or the music just, or anything, just Beastie Boys sounds dirty. Well, it also said Eat Me on the cover. Yeah, that's true. I don't think she it knows It was also that. a joint. Yeah. Is that you a joint? That? Where was the joint? You fold it out, the airplane... Crashing into the right. wall was actually a, a big joint, and right. it said it was 3M3AT or 3MTA3 on the tail, uh-huh. and it was Eat Me Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Those Beastie Boys. I remember trying to decipher the lyrics when that came out. You know, I didn't understand in the, the, uh, in the fight for your right to party when uh, your mom threw away your best porno mag. Yeah. I uh-huh. thought he was saying, Your mom threw away your best toy, and you're mad. You know, you hear what you need to at a certain age. Adding some syllables there. I didn't know what a porno (laughs) mag was when I was seven. But yeah, Yeah, I don't think I knew. Hammer in the driveway bashing this cassette simply because Beastie Boys sounds dirty. (laughs) All right, Mom. (laughs) Beastie Boys sounds dirty. 
Now go listen to that child cousin fucker Jerry Lee Lewis like a good southern boy. <laughs> oh man, that's funny that you mentioned that cuz I've been really deep into the vinyl lately mm-hmm. and uh I inherited uh, when when my dad passed I I got to pick through some of his possessions and he had a bunch of old records and I grabbed about 20 or 30 of them but handful of them were Jerry Lee Lewis and uh like I'm, I'm I've always been a fan of his music yeah. but last night I was looking through all my collections like Damn it! If I really put all this shit under a microscope, I wouldn't be able to listen to any of it. Like, especially if you're a fan of classic rock and classic country. Well, the stuff that you knew early on, the early on stuff of just like Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13 year old Mm -hmm. cousin. Okay, wait, what? Huh? And that was just like, and that was looked at as like, oh man, yeah, those nutty, those nutty musicians. I was watching that uh, that R. Kelly doc. I never got around to watching that. I watched the first couple episodes the other day, and obviously that's what that whole thing's about. But I started thinking like, it is funny, not funny, but like, oh Jerry Lee Lewis and Elvis Presley, and they were just rascals. They did the same thing. I mean, I don't know if they. We think about what was treated them as poorly, but like they turned a blind eye. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you're a fan of classic country and classic rock, I mean, I got I got a couple of Chuck Berry albums, you know. I'm still fascinated that yeah, he's on the Golden Record. He's on what we sent into space. Yeah, who somebody somebody put something either on a on a Facebook page or something. It was funny about aliens. Like, why are aliens playing with our buttholes when they get us? Mm-hmm. And then they just hold up like it's a cartoon of an alien holding up the golden record. Like you sent nudes with a mixtape. What I thought that's what you wanted. I'm like, ooh, that's like the joke I want. That's funny. Oh yeah, because it's like it's, it has two representations of a man and a woman, and mm-hmm. then the idea of how to play this. Also, yeah, here's a record. Hey, aliens, here's a record. Even though this shit, we're gonna improve on this in six years. Yeah. But also, aliens. <laughs> here you go. Oh. What else is going I'm, on I'm, here? I'm look. Am I on the right thing here? Let me see. Is it this one? I can't see. This one here. Let me see here. Help me, Dave. Dave, help! <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, you were in the wrong place. You just re- you read the questions. You were reading the comments to the actual episode we posted. Well, I don't know how this shit. I press okay. I press start, record on the thing. Start there. Where and then I I'm I'm the engineer here. Yeah. You don't realize here at Boogie Monster Enterprises, I'm like I'm the engineer, both producers. Well, I'm, we're taking on a lot. Speaking of which, Juan Carlos Making Castaneda. Which Juan Carlos Castaneda asks, what's your podcast setup, equipment-wise? We all know how much you two love to sit across from each other and <laughs> stare into each other's eyes. Uh, uh, our setup is our setup is pretty minimal. We got a zoom. We got a zoom six, and uh, two free microphones from Ryan Singer. That's it. That's it. That's it, baby. I was uh, Katie's toying with the idea of starting a podcast because uh, there's not enough of those, and uh, she was asking me about all our equipment setup, and I was trying to explain to her. She's like, "You've got to be mistaken. You've you've got to have more stuff than that." No, nope, like, it's nope. the future. And then, like, your microphone. Like, you don't have – she was trying – nope, these are just basic – these are just live performance microphones, they're, right? Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're knockoff uh, SM58s. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the standard microphone of all everything is yeah. the Shure SM58s. Yeah. But these are Samson's, and uh, they seem decent construction. Yeah. They've worked uh, they worked fine for us. Yeah. Um, Wait, we did these. Are we did we, we did were, some of these? Oh. You got to pick through them. We did some of these. Well, I don't remember what we did. 
Hayden asks, what in the goddamn fuck did Dave do <laughs> in his younger years that he won't tell us about? <clears throat> I'm going to talk about it eventually. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Chris Warren asks, would you rather random... Uh, yeah, we already did that one. Piss yourself. Let's ask it again. That's such a good one. Would you rather randomly piss yourself once a week or shit yourself once a month? That is a great question. I can't remember what we decided. I think I would rather uh, shit myself once a month. We answered this. This is not what people paid for. I know, but that was a good one, and it deserved to be told and answered twice. Uh, Yeah, we haven't done all these. Um, We did a lot. Now we didn't even remember. That's all right. Blown through all your comics of the week. Any more suggestions? We talked about that. Jack Knight. Dan Soder. Dan Soder was on a show last night. Man, he's funny. Yeah. Yeah, who else? Who else? Jack Knight? You did a show with him? I just said, yeah, the show I was on is Jack Knight and Dan Soder. They were hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then I did uh, Best Fish Taco Tuesday night. How was that? I was off my rocker. I was just so sick of my material. Yeah. It was Tuesday, so I was still in my attitude of, like, oh, I'm over comedy. So I kind of was just – I had a few beers, and I kind of just got bonkers. I wound up kissing a dude on the mouth. Well, he kissed me on the mouth. Huh. Yeah, some guy with a neck tattoo was kind of interrupting the show, so I was kind of going at him a little bit. But then it came full circle, and he uh, kissed me on the mouth. Hmm. Anyway, that's at a – I don't play the comedy store, but if you ever go to the Best Fish Tacos in Ensenada over in Los Feliz, sometimes you'll see me uh, get a smooch from a guy with a neck tattoo. That's a good show, man. They pack it out. It was a good show. I used to do it a lot. Who, some, somebody, cool dudes oh. stop returning my emails. <laughs> Nina Tar, Nina Tar, like I was kind of like standing because you kind of it's an outdoor patio, and I was standing like on the street talking to talking to folks. But Nina Tar was up, and she had some line that just came out very clear in a pause in the conversation. I mean, I wasn't being rude because it's like outside on the street, uh-huh. but I don't know. She's like. Something I, I don't know what this setup was, but it's like you know, you know how many fucking Marvel movies I had to sit through to get that good dick. And I was like, just that as a sentence. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I'm being a jerk by not listening to the setup for that. But that one made me laugh <laughs> about her just putting up with idiots because they they can fuck well. Uh, <laughs> you know how many Marvel movies I sat through to get that good dick? I was like, ah, ah, good one, Nina. <clears throat> did I ever tell you the first time I did that show, Best Fish Taco? I had been in, in L.A. about a month. And I was parked a couple of blocks over, and I was in the van, and I was just one of those nights where it was like, what the fuck are you doing with your life, you idiot? You yeah. live in a van. I'm dirty. I'm tired. I haven't showered in a few mm-hmm. days. So I'm parked, uh, I'm parked uh, Hillhurst and Clayton, right, right, right next to the uh, Enterprise rental car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I got the windows down, just sitting in the driver's seat, just depressed and just, I don't know. And I just hear what just sounds like a homeless guy just screaming. Like a couple of blocks away, just just kept screaming <laughs> yeah. and screaming, and eventually it's like I gotta get out and see what the fuck's going on yeah. here, and I follow the noise and I walk a couple blocks north and then I see Best Fish Taco yeah. and just this huge crowd of people literally pouring out into the streets, mm-hmm. and uh, Eddie Pepitone, of course, is screaming Pepitone. through the PA. <laughs> And I was in shorts, and I hadn't showered in a few days, and I was, I just, I looked like shit, and I was felt like shit, and Eddie's up there just screaming, just crushing. Yeah. And I run into a buddy real quick. He's like, "Oh, hey, Dave." I was like, "Oh, yeah." He's like, "You know about this show?" I was like, "No." And then the Booker, uh, what's his name? Jeremy. Jeremy was standing by. My buddy goes, "Hey, Jeremy, this is my buddy Dave. He's a great comic. Mm. You should book him sometime in the future." And he's like, "Oh, cool. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you." Three mm. minutes later, Jeremy comes back up to us like, "So your buddy Dave? He's he's funny." 
And I'm standing mm-hmm. right there. And he's like, yeah, he's great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And he goes, um, hey, man, do you want to do a set like right now? <laughs> and I go, uh, he goes, Eddie, I just lit Eddie. Patton Oswalt's supposed to close. He's not here yet. Do you mind yeah. going up and just fill in time? And he goes, Yeah, it's by the seat of the pants kind of yeah. operation. Over and there. He, he said, Just go until I light you. When I light you, that means Patton's here. Yeah. And I did like 20 minutes <laughs> and I crushed. <laughs> yeah. And 10 minutes before, I'm sitting in the van wanting to kill myself. And now I'm going, following Eddie Pepitone, going before Patton Oswalt. Just there's 20 minutes in LA on a whim. Yeah, and, uh, sometimes it's magical. Yeah, it was fun. Well, that was I. I was walking over to the Captain Cork to go get mm-hmm. some because that's what I, my opening joke was like. This is proof that the fire department doesn't talk to the police department. Somebody's on the sidewalk drinking beers and it's across from a fire station. But, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I've walked down there and watched the show. They don't give a shit. Yeah, but so I'm walking down there and I see uh, I see uh, my buddy Neil Hennessy, who's the drummer for Lawrence Arms and was a drummer for Smoking Popes, a very good drummer and. All around musician, and he was just walking down the street. I'm like, "Oh, hey man, what are you up to?" He's like, "I was walking back to my place." I'm like, well, "I'm gonna get some beers, and I'm on this comedy show. If you want to hang out," he's like, "Oh, okay." And so, walk around, and he's from Chicago, but he's mu- music world mm-hmm. in Chicago. But then I walk around the corner, I see uh, Kenny DeForest and Will Miles. Love those and, guys. Uh, yeah, and they're all hanging out. And so Sashir was on the show. It's okay. Kenny, Kenny's missus. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, oh, let me introduce you. And all of a sudden, he's like, hey, what's going on, you guys? I'm like, how do you guys all know each other? They're like, yeah, Chicago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fucking cool. Yeah. But then, even in an even weirder coincidence, Neil's there, and he, he sees Jeremy, and he goes, man, I go to the same weed dispensary as that guy, and they gave us the mix our IDs up back, so I know this guy inadvertently, because... <laughs> Neither one realized it until it was Jeremy trying to go home for the holidays and at the airport not having his own license. Wow. And so I'm like, oh, another weird coincidence. I'm like, hey, I see Jeremy. I'm like, hey, this guy, I guess he kind of knows you. <laughs> He's like, you're fucking kidding me. Because he had to get like his girlfriend to drive his passport. Jeremy had to get his girlfriend to drive his passport to the airport last minute. Wow. And like meet meet Neil to exchange IDs and everything. So then they knew each other huh. from randomness. That's, I, hey, man, sometimes that world's a kooky, crazy place, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, did we, Alexandra Onesto, did we answer this one? What are y'all's thoughts on exorcisms, legit or mental illness? Did we do that one? No, I don't think so. That is a great question. That is a really great question because when you learn more about mental illness nowadays... And all these, like, how alien abductions go, so like, oh, it's sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. How the mental illness thing is like, oh, yeah, you look at it, go, oh, that's somebody having a, maybe a schizophrenic, uh, you know, meltdown, wh- whatever kind of thing. I'm not going to yeah. do it justice with my description. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I think. I don't know either. Given uh, everything else, I think, are exorcisms specifically Catholic? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to look that up. Because, I mean, all religious, play, you know, there's voodoo, there's and that, but I don't know. I think I I think I want to lean towards uh, it's mental illness. Really? Yeah, this idea that somebody's speaking in tongues. They never say a specific language. Yeah. Speaking in tongues. You mean gibberish? Otherwise, be like, no, they started speaking Latvian. 
Like you'd say specifically what language it is. Yeah. Not just everybody could fake a fucking language. Have you ever seen somebody do that? Like, fake a language? No, speak in tongues. Like in <clears throat> church. Well, isn't that the whole church thing is that they get you to sing and dance so you're breathing quickly and you can start like the it you can get people caught up in that to a point of hallucination. Oh wow. I and never That's the whole idea of church like chanting and singing. I thought it was just praising the Lord. Well no, like when they look at voodoo and people are doing uh-huh. <laughs> and breathing in and out heavily gets you to this point of hallucination. I've seen preachers do that. Uh I grew up in a Baptist church, a fairly just straightforward Southern Baptist church uh, where the preacher would go up and give a, a nice sermon and speak, you know, yeah. uh, speak well. But then I started dating this girl in high school who went to what they call a primitive Baptist church. Really? And it's just fire and brimstone. And like like I said, I, I spent my whole childhood in a church with a preacher in a suit who went up and yeah. for about 45 minutes had a nice little sermon and a speech and a bunch of analogies and parables yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And here we are and boom. These fucking folks, primitive Baptist, it was uh, – they, 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 they preached but uh, sing song and they would never really say anything. And it was just ah, this and that. And then every now and then – And I was like, what the fuck it's is happening? Arsenio's Hall's character yeah, yeah. from Coming to America. It was, it was that. I want to yeah. thank you yeah. for coming down here. Yeah, yeah it was that rhythmic <laughs> – Oh. After every sentence, uh, they take a deep breath, uh, and then, and I guess uh, if I speak real theatrically, it don't matter how vague or pointless uh, the shit I'm saying is. And it was that, but every now and then they'd break into like speaking in tongues. It's like you know the like you ever see a comedian that's not the material sucks, but they sell it so well, you're like still on board with it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of guys like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't fucking, this is hack material. Yeah. But even I'm laughing at it because yeah. they got the they got the salesmanship. Yeah. But yeah, speaking in tongues. And then uh, I've never witnessed this personally, thank God. But I've done a lot of research and watched a bunch of documentaries. It's real fascinated uh, for a time with the concept of snake handling. I love, I, oh, I mean, I, I love that that's Ooh. a thing. And they'll, they'll start speaking in tongues. And, but you made a great Why point. Why not? You're already holding the fucking snakes. You made a great point. If God is speaking through you or whatever, why not? Why aren't you just speaking Latvian or whatever? Like, this is total gibber Or just why wouldn't, why wouldn't uh, somebody listen and go, well, well, that's fucking Cantonese. Yeah. Like, yeah. tongues just mean you're just making up shit. Yeah. And that's, ooh, it's creepy to witness. Like, unless it's like, oh, that's Latin. Yeah. Write it down. That's a real message. Yeah. That person doesn't know Latin, and they're speaking Latin. Yeah. That's <laughs> impressive. I want to see that. <clears throat> anyway, so I don't know. I think I think may I, you know I still want to allow the idea of you know things that haven't been totally proved. But I think throughout history, I think all these ideas of exorcism have been mm-hmm. someone with some sort of severe mental illness or mm-hmm. something that you know in the early days. I don't know if, if the leeches can't help, then probably get an exorcism. So, <clears throat> hmm. good question though, worth looking up. Legit cases. <clears throat> uh, Kanye Twitty. That's a hilarious handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess this is more of a Dave-centric question, but Kyle, feel free to chime in. Uh, between so-called pop country and alt country, 
Which is the more authentic music of the South slash rural America? Well, that's easy. Alt country. Uh, not better. Yeah, but also how much alt country is coming out of Chicago and Minneapolis? That's true, too. And yeah, and, yeah, and they're saying not better. California. I think we all know that answer. But more authentic. Okay. Just saying you don't often hear Flying Burrito Brothers coming up over the speakers in a Bass Pro Shop or Uncle Tupelo on the jukebox in a small town dive bar where the That's farmers drink. That's a good question. Yes. Like, we just want that easily digestible. I fucking busted my ass. I don't need to be challenged lyrically. Mm-hmm. Like I could see somebody like, yeah, no, I work on an oil derrick and I'm exhausted and drive-by trucker is going to depress the shit out of me. I want to hear like, I got my red cup yeah, and she got the jeans to fit just right. Like the same reason, like the same reason, like top 40 hip hop stuff is not the, maybe not the most socially conscious breaking down the, the, you know, the plight of the people singing the music. It's like party, party, having fun, having fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good question. And authentic meaning, you know, what's more, what's a better representation of Southern culture or yeah. what's more like Red Cup pop country shit? I wouldn't think it's authentic, but there's a lot of people in the South that are yeah. listening to those songs and, and that's somebody mudding on the weekend, engaging in the behavior that they're talking about. Yeah. Alt country is your fucking graphic designers in a city. Thinking they're having an authentic experience with a craft beer, yeah, at a show, and then they're going to go home to a, an apartment they can afford. Like, yeah. you know, who's really getting? <laughs> I mean, it's not. There's no Woody Guthrie anymore. That's yeah. people want in that yeah. situation. I don't think. I don't know. What I'm talking about. But I think I would still lean that not all alt country, but there's a lot of alt country that is very authentic. And then yeah. like Tyler Childers growing up in. Uh, Eastern Kentucky and singing about the coal mines and shit. He that that's legit mm. real shit. Sturgill Simpson doing the same thing, you know. Uh, so I to me that is obviously much more authentic than just what do these dumb Southerners want to hear? What do dumb Southerners want to hear on the radio? Yeah, like that to me that's just garbage. Or like what what's yeah what's easily digestible? Like Sturgill Simpson taking the country music industry a task, I think is like oh yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. that's that outlaw country. Like hey man yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Fucking eat my ass. my ass. Yeah. Love it. But yeah, I don't know. That's a good point, though. Uh, You don't hear Flying Burrito Brothers or Uncle Tupelo in small town dive bars, Mm -hmm. neither of which are from the South, but still. Yeah. They still capture (laughs) that uh, that sound. California hippies. Yeah. Uncle Tupelo's from Missouri or Illinois. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was half uh, a. Broke off into Wilco, right? Yeah. Half. Half turned into Wilco, half turned into Sunvolt. Sunvolt, so, that's right. Yeah. Uh, John John W. says there's a lot of hack true jokes about Florida being crazy. You both hit every corner of this country. Is there a crazy state that doesn't get the recognition it deserves? Ooh, good question. <clears throat> I I think Florida gets a bad rap because it's a peninsula and there's no easy way. To, there's no other border. Like once you get there, you're stuck in Florida. Yeah. But Is every other way, state yeah. has those fucking idiots, mm-hmm. but they could just go north, south, east, or west and get to another state and be the idiot in that state. Pacific Whereas, Northwest. Anywhere you've got the edges of the country, the corners. Yeah, isn't it the David Cross joke about like 50 miles outside any city is the south? Like <clears throat> people think this, they throw the south. like That's just r- rural. Yeah. Or just that that kind of ridiculous behavior doesn't get as noticed in a city yeah because it's you've got a lot of people doing a lot of crazy shit yeah (sighs) excuse me 
Take the lead on this one, Dave. We've got to turn a light. It's getting dark. We've entered dusk. Nick Click asks, hey, guys, what's your favorite food that has been made by a family member that you can't recreate or get anywhere else? Well, I don't have a lot of great food uh, coming out of my food, <laughs> as, as mentioned in some of my bits. Uh, nobody, even my mom wasn't a good cook. She's, my mom has since became a good cook. She's taught herself how to be a good cook. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid, she's in a wheelchair. She's trying to raise two boys. She wasn't worried about the culinary arts. Also, boys, you're a fucking dumpster. Yeah, anyway. you fucking just eat anything. a lot of crap at that. Um, so, no, unfortunately, I don't really have any family recipes or family uh, dishes that I remember fondly or wish that I could recreate. Yeah. Um, nothing really comes to mind. My my dad, uh, both of them, when they get down to it, mm-hmm. they'll make some good stuff. My yeah. mom, I had what uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, I was passing through. My mom was making corned beef. Just the, just the two of them. Yeah, she made two corned beefs, nice. two different types of corned beef. What were the different types? I one had like an Ital- of like a sort of Italian name to it. Okay, I don't know what it was, but like I'm you know I'm not eating my meat, but I'm like all right, <clears throat> mom's making <laughs> corned beef. I'm gonna take a little bite of each one. And so she was doing that for the holiday, and uh, you know, not not really uh, straying off the path mm-hmm. creatively, just, but just the hits. but but no, and knows how to do it. My dad's a big one apple pies and the holidays really throws down that Make homemade something. homemade crust. Oh yeah, whole thing lattice Scra- work. Scratch the whole yeah from from wow. the get go scratch, and then go pat yeah, and then he'll uh, he'll once in a while he'll get a hair up his ass about something, huh. But uh, and my mom would make chop. I've made, joked about that. She'd make chop suey. Yeah, which is just beef stew with water, chestnuts <laughs> in it. My dad, but used I like to... it's very good. T- it's, it's always <laughs> tender. Yeah, I'd eat it. My dad used to make breakfast on the weekends. He worked nine to five. Never, yeah. didn't cook during the week. But uh, about every other Saturday, he'd cook a bunch of pancakes and a bunch of eggs. Mm-hmm. I may have told this story. And I was like four years old. I was up there watching him cook. I go, Dad, where do you learn how to cook eggs? He goes, oh, I went to egg cooking school. You didn't know that? <laughs> and my whole childhood, I was about 13 or 14 until I realized, oh, he didn't really. I thought he like went to a vocational, you know. <laughs> just eggs. It's just eggs. Just egg cooking school. That's amazing. I mean, the same way you'd go to learn to be a blacksmith. <laughs> isn't that the thing? Like, what, are, what are the simple things like you should, if you can learn how to have the, like a poached egg or something, uh-huh. like if you can learn how to have the patience to do that, yeah. that is like, okay. That's the wax on, wax off of cooking, yeah, yeah. you know, or just any any egg cooking, you know, a how nice. Do keep, how do you keep pancakes warm? <coughs> I finally made pancakes the other week. I told you that. Uh huh. I was proud. I made one, and then sitting there while I make another one. <clears throat> you could uh, put your oven on two hundred, low as it'll go, Ooh, and have stash a cookie sheet them in there. Keep them warm. Okay, yeah. good. That's, that's about good the only answer. way I could really think of. Ooh, but yeah, that that's that's part of the challenge of cooking is like organization and trying to figure out, you know, okay, mm-hmm. timing. You know, I got to make sure this finishes when that's ready because I don't want this sitting around getting cold. But, uh, yeah. Christine Baker says, this is more of a location one, city or state that you loathe based on your extensive travels. Why? I think Kyle will say Florida, but maybe not. Dave, looking forward to seeing you boys in the Detroit area soon. Well, I was just there, so I don't know how old this it was. <clears throat> yeah, this is, these questions are a month old. I don't know, man. I, I... What was the question? 
Where, what do you dislike? I don't want to. I, I, I realize I've, I've opened my mouth and shit on places, and then I go back there, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't be talking like that. I'm places not, we visited uh, that we don't like. Yeah. Huh. I've uh, I have not found uh, anything in my brief moments of being to this city. I haven't found anything that's been like, boy, there's an unearthed treasure trove of culture. But Phoenix huh. is kind of like, yeah. all right, I've gone there, I've done shows, it's fine, but also it doesn't seem it. <coughs> It just feels like a shopping mall in the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it feels like, and maybe that's because you know it's a you know the college is there, and it's I may, but then maybe I went to the wrong bars. Maybe I didn't go looking for the right things. But nothing yeah. really jumped out as been like, boy, this place is great. It's just been like, well, it's here. Mm-hmm. But I've been, I'm trying to be more hesitant to not just shit on a place yeah. because I, I get defensive when people come to L.A. for four days. I'm like, I hate L.A. I'm like, but you didn't do it. Like, and I'm going to do, do the same thing to somewhere else. Yeah. That's not appropriate. I mean, nothing really sticks out. I mean, yeah, I coming up, you know, when I was working the road as a middle act, I'd play mm. a bunch of just fuck. I can't even remember. The, not Paducah, Kentucky. I always use Paducah, Kentucky well, as that's my the old. example. <clears throat> but uh, no, I played a bunch of just. You know, you play Rockford, Illinois, and you play Greenville, North Carolina. Not even Greenville, South Carolina, which is the more well-known city. Just forget which Greenville was that the one that's like had church pews? Was like in a basement? Yes, that's the one we did together years ago in Luke Field's van, and you had a great bit because you had poison ivy, and right before the show, you went into Luke's Mm. van and took your pants off and rubbed shit all over yourself. Is that when I had all the poison oak? Yeah, yeah. That was Greenville Church Pews uh, Coffee Underground. That's what that was. Yeah. Uh, it was Carl Hess was on that run? Carl Hess, me, you, Luke Fields, and maybe somebody else from Atlanta may have come. I, I don't know if Paul Galois was with us. Or, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was a good. We did like uh, we did like three cities. We did Athens, and Greenville, and maybe Asheville or something. Mm-hmm. That was a fun. That was shit. That was ten years ago. Back when old Luke Fields was a funny comic instead of just being a great musician. Yeah. What's that, his band, Bit Brigade? He does they, Bit Brigade. And they he's got tour another, all it, over. They're, well, they're big with the video game, mm-hmm. uh, the Comic Cons and everything because they do. If you don't know Bit Brigade, they play <clears throat> They play the soundtrack to a, a video game. Well, one of the band members sits on stage and plays the video game. Perfectly, like doesn't lose a life and completes the video. Like, like I think they did like Metroid or something wow. when I saw him. That's here. cool. That's a cool. Yeah, concept. the guy sits there and plays the whole game, and they play the soundtrack to the levels as they're happening. Wow! And they're good, and it's like they're good musicians. Oh, also got a band called Double Ferrari, which I think is his own really solo. Well, not solo, but like just the music they wrote. Yeah, but just a oh, and a fucking hell of a guy. Yeah, I always like Luke. Just a dude like, oh, that guy's... If there's a heaven, you get a big chunk of it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Josh asks, favorite type of gumbo, seafood or turf? Also, favorite Art Bell topic for open lines? Mine was always alien encounters or time traveling. Uh, I keep saying i got to stop listening to Coast to yeah. Coast now, and I keep listening to it. It's, I, I, it's captivating. It's not. I fall asleep so <laughs> easily to it. You were listening to that on tour last week. 
Just as you fell asleep. Yeah, it's my like <laughs> at no point I'm like, oh boy, I better keep listening to this. I'm like, oh, I will drift off without a problem. Well, I love c- it. Just, whatever they're talking about now, I love just the calls. It's captivating for me because like, all right, what oh, the call-ins. What screwball yeah. call are we going to have next? No, the call-ins are worth it, but yeah. the yeah. Uh, favorite gumbo. I love seafood gumbo. I mean, that's I love them both. I love a good seafood gumbo. But if I'm making it myself, if I really want to impress somebody and be like, eat this fucking sauce, uh, sausage and chicken, I do some andouille sauce. So- I mean, what I know changes you, a stew into a gumbo. Uh, probably a roux. Gumbo, you start with a roux, which is equal parts oil and flour. You can use butter. And flour. More of a okay, yeah, like, more uh, of a creamier base, base yeah, not a watery base. Yes, definitely. A good gumbo <clears throat> should not be soupy and watery. It should be creamy and thick. So if you fuck up a gumbo, you just tell people it's a stew. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one right. way to do it. But yeah, I love a uh, chicken and sausage. Uh, I use chicken thighs and uh, good andouille sausage. And uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love, I'll throw some shrimp in there. I'll throw some crab meat, some crab legs, some scallops. But if I had to pick one or the other, and I know, I don't know, it just, gumbo just lends itself to seafood. But for me, uh, chicken and sausage gumbo can't go wrong. Fucking love it. Mm. Chicken and sausage. Oh, I love it so good. That's like, man, even just that basic ass Hillshire Farms, like the horseshoe of sausage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just chop. Smoke sausage. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Love it. This What's the sausage you were telling me about a while ago? Is it Lithuanian sausage? Yeah. I've yet to find that. God, I found I Portuguese sausage. Every time I'm in the store and I see Portuguese, I'm like, oh, that's the... And then, like, no, he said Lithuanian. No, and I, I'm going to look it up. <clears throat> Lithuanian uh, potato sausages. I don't even know about that. There's a thing in <laughs> Chicago called uh, Chichi. And that is just uh, Bobax, Bobax Sausage Company in Chicago. I think you can get it delivered. Um, I don't know what makes it that, but it is just good. But Kvap Chichi in Chicago, I don't know where it's from, and they don't, had a vinyl banner. Did I talk about this? No. Where it just shows like a pig with a plus sign, like a, like a cartoon pig with a plus sign, and then a cartoon sheep with a plus sign, and then a cartoon cow with a plus sign, and it says as equals, and it shows you the sausage in a bun. It's, so it's parts of all those things Okay, into that. Tegan's the one that told me about it. It's got some sort of like red pepper marmalade on it or Ooh. something, and it's just some... Like they do at Jersey Mike. East, yeah, some sort of Eastern European semi-Russian. Okay. Fuck. That sounds good. That sausage from... Impoverished countries, yeah, because that was like, all right, well, we got to grind up all this crap, <laughs> yeah, and make it good, yeah. So that's the good sausage, yeah. I mean, any mm. any good cuisine is from uh, uh, Southern American soul food, mm-hmm. you know, is, is it came from you know, yeah, African American garbage taste good, using every part of the animal, and mm-hmm. let's make it good. And, oh God, I love it. Yeah. What is is it? Knockwurst? What's the white sausage? Very finely ground. I always get not knockwurst and bratwurst and kielbasa. I get all that confused. Go, go. You need to go to the red line and get yourself a sausage platter oh. where you get all three, maybe four. I don't even know. I might do that tonight. It's been a while. That's right down the street. It's been a minute. That's my old haunt. When I would house sit for you, I would get oh, takeout. Yeah. I would get 
The, I can, a oh, sausage right. platter, a cheese platter, and the potato pancakes. It'd be like, yeah. Have a feast, man. I'm indoors it, tonight. It was, I'm going to eat good. <laughs> spread it around. <laughs> spread. God. Just walk over there and get that Damn. shit. Oh, i got to stop talking about this. I'm about to, I'm about to break edge. I'm going to break a, edge on this right if now. If you're in L.A., check out the Red Lion. It's, uh, it's on Glendale like, Boulevard. I could say it's just south of the 2300 block because yeah. that was my old address. Yep. Just great German beer, great sausage, potato pancakes, even their entrees. They've, I've had like a smoked ham leg, like oh, weird yeah, they'll do a, pork shanks and all kinds of crazy shit. What's the, uh, when it's all flattened out and breaded? Uh, schnitzel. Yeah. Yeah, schnitzel, sauerkraut. Oh. A place by my parents' house called Schnitzel Plots. Schnitzel Plots. <laughs> I can't not laugh at that name, but it's good. It's on like North Avenue, I think, in Lombard. Oh, man. Schnitzel Plots. And they got this <laughs> other thing there. It's like German pimento cheese. You ever had that cheese mm-hmm. spread? You can get a big-ass pretzel, big warm soft pretzel and then you get this side i forgot the name of it but a side of it's literally like a weird like 47 cents and i'm like give me five of those (laughs) and uh it's like it's like german pimento cheese cheese pretzel yeah like beer cheese or something yeah but it's like a dip Uh, not a dip it's like a spread Mm -hmm. like it's cold so you Mm -hmm. just need to take your knife and spread it on that pretzel oh you ever mess around with um Liverwurst? Can we talk about that? Only time I ever had liverwurst when uh, you and I went to Jake's Bar in Long Long Beach. Went next door, got a liverwurst sandwich. That's right. Yep, it was good. Liverwurst or Braun Braun. I've had Schwagler. it since there. I had it. I I liked it. So like, you mean at Alex's Bar? Alex's Bar, not Jake's Bar. We went bar. to the went to the liverwurst place. Got that Rachel introduced me to. That is called Joe Jost's. Okay. <clears throat> That's the name of that bar. But yeah, I had it there. With all the then, pickled eggs in the yeah. cooler. Yeah. And then later I got, I ordered a little thing at, uh, at Red Lion. Or brought Braun Swaggler. Mm. You ever have that? No. That sounds made up. We're not even answering questions anymore. Braun <coughs> You find another question. I'm going to Braun Schweiger. <clears throat> That's like, you don't like pimento loaf. No, I do. I don't mind pimento loaf. I mean, it's not the top of my list, but I, I won't turn my nose up mm. at it. I like any weird cased meat. Braunschweiger. <clears throat> oh, there's a lot of Braunschweigers. Noah Nelson mm. asks, what makes a comedy album or special repeatable? I can listen to you guys' albums and like John Mulaney specials over and over. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, that is like like the next level of comedy if you can get people to want to hear it again. Yeah, absolutely. But then he goes, but take Jeff Daniels. I don't... Jeff... Not actor jeff daniels maybe he's thinking of somebody else uh he says take jeff daniels laugh out loud first time around and the next listen is eh. so i don't know if you're talking about dumb and dumber jeff daniels but i don't think he's a stand-up um man the biggest compliment i can ever get as a comic is when people come up to me um scratching like a meth head because i haven't showered after my bike ride now it's all catching up to me <laughs> when people come up and quote a joke to me that's one of the biggest compliments like oh yeah. that stuck in your memory you like that enough to remember it and then if you know if you can because i mean comedy fan i'm a comedy fan even though I'm, i liked i do it on this show all the time yeah. if you bring up a comic mm-hmm. and i like them i'm gonna repeat their joke like oh yeah that joke blah, blah. like so if if a special or an album has a bunch of 
stuff that's memorable and stuff that I find unique uh, enough to want to repeat it to a friend. Yeah, the pre-internet idea of something that could be viral is a very repeatable joke by a comic. Uh-huh. You yeah. can't repeat a story, but you could do a line or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, David Tell stuff is just so quick and easy, and then you want to do the inflection. <clears throat> you know, you want to tell the voice. I was just, I was just, so I was talking about going to Alaska. And about it. he's like Eskimos. I don't trust them, or as I call them, snow Mexicans. <laughs> Who said that, David? David Tell, and it's just dumb, and it's probably racist. Yeah. But David Tell's the new. I he's the new Don Rickles. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like don't use it. As a, well, if he could, I mean, some people just have that. Yeah, he's ascended well, to that level of like, and but they're but, superficial jokes, not hateful opinions. But when other comedians use it as an example of why I can't like, there's it's not a tangible quality. It's yeah. not a, a definable trait of why one person can and one person can't. We all need to understand that about things mm-hmm. in the world. Some people just get a pass. My one friend would always say the most horrible shit to people, and there was something about him where people are like, oh, this guy. If, if I tried saying it, I would be shitting my teeth out. Yeah. But for something about him, I don't know. What, I guess it's just that un, you can't unquantifiable idea of charm. Yep. So... But David Tell jokes, yes. Fuck. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg, easy jokes, a weird perspective. Stephen Wright. Yeah. It's ironic because I don't – one-liner comedy isn't necessarily my favorite style of comedy. But when done well, like Hedberg, Hedberg, Hedberg we got, we got you. or Stephen Wright, uh, they're so quotable because yeah. they're so. There's well, the, not a lot to remember. The Ramones were amazing. I don't yeah. want to hear somebody do like I can do that. Yeah, yeah, but you were boring and shitty. Yeah, they got there first. Yep. What else we got here? Uh, this is a mm, uh, Valerie Green was a little bit more on topic, but also a little sensitive. Dave says, follow-up from a previous episode. Does your mom feel that your dad's spirit followed her to your brother's house? Did Ooh, we talk about that? I don't know if we've talked about that. I I talked about in about the two months that my mom lived in their old place uh, after d- dad passed. The two months mm-hmm. between dad passing and mom moving, uh, she definitely had some weird weirdness. Remember you were talking about that, that around the house there was... <clears throat> There was, she was uh, getting an intuition. She would see every now and then in her peripheral, in their kitchen to the left. Well, it depends on where you're standing. But in the back of the house <laughs> outside, they had a long ramp, mom's wheelchair ramp. Yeah. It's almost the length of the of the house. But uh, and there were windows there. and that You'd be in the kitchen. And uh, she claims two or three times in her peripheral. She saw Dad walking down that ramp because if you can imagine a ramp, you know, you, it yeah. goes so he would like go kind out of frame. Yeah, kind know. of doing the Mike Myers, yeah, yeah, behind the couch gag. Yeah, exactly. So she claimed she saw in her peripheral. She saw him walk down the ramp a couple times. I told the story about um, their little entertainment center, armoire-looking yeah. entertainment center. Dad was uh, a bit of a neat freak, and he once a week he would dust it. And every time he would dust it, it would the doors would bang, 
And that's the only time, like the wind or the fan, nothing can make the doors bang yeah. into physically like be touching it or dusting it. And um, she said it would bang every time he would dust it once a week. And then after he died, three or four times, she would hear those doors banging. Really? And she's like, there's no way to make that noise unless someone's clanking it. Um, and then a couple other weird little things. Oh, yeah, my sister-in-law who was staying there. Uh, would see orbs of light behind my mom. So anyway, this this isn't the answer to your question because this is the old house. But with the new house, uh, I don't think she's had any experiences. Yeah, I don't know if he's followed her to Georgetown, Indiana, but uh, yeah. it'd be pretty cool if he did. But no, uh, I will. I, will. <clears throat> I don't know if that's something you want to ask about, you know, because then it's like, well, nah, <clears throat> she's fine with. It. Like we talk about stuff like that a lot. Did I tell you I had a? I don't know what that was. It's a weird noise. I had a weird dream this about my dad the other this day. Buildings fall apart. I think really? I told you that off the air when we were on tour. Just had a dream that I was like in a nice house, like almost like an old antique style house, and I was like in this little lobby, uh, waiting room, living room area. It just felt like somebody's rich grandma's house. And uh, I walk in, and my dad's just sitting on a chair, like a nice chair, yeah. like reading a book. And it was so vivid and so real, and I was like, "Dad, what, what are you?" And like, and yeah. he and he didn't say anything, but he looked at me and he made a hand gesture, like, and I couldn't get the words out in the dream. I was like, "But you, Dad, oh, it's been nine months, but I yeah. thought you were." Uh, and I couldn't finish my sentence, and he was just like, he was like shaking his head and pointing, like, "No, it, it's <laughs> it's all good. Don't worry about it." Like this real like. Dismissive. It was like a comforting kind of Yeah, it was very like, But it was almost like he was trying to tell me something. Like He didn't verbalize this, but his body language, and I remember like looking in his yeah. eyes, but he had this look on his face of like, none of this shit matters. Don't, don't, don't worry yourself. It's all good. He had kind of oh, an, it's, it's an all good vibe. And I think, I don't know, is he uh, trying to tell me that like life and death and it, I, it doesn't matter because we're wait, all in Did energy. you wake up from that like feeling – Sad. I was pissed that I woke up. It was this, you know, when you have a nightmare, you want to wake up because you're like, ooh. I was angry. When I woke up, I was pissed because, like, fuck, I was hanging out with my dad. You know, like it was one of those. Yeah, it was a good dream. It was a good dream. Oh, why can't you just let me have this? Because there's no completion to dreams. There's no third act to a dream. Yeah, I was very third act as you wake up, up, no matter what. I was very. Upset that uh, that the dream was over, but but you got it, to have that dream. It was so real and so vivid, and like I don't remember him really speaking, but he just conveyed this vibe of like it's all good, buddy. Don't worry about me. Don't yeah. worry about you. None of this matters. So well, that's good. Uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty well, cool. What else? Uh, sweet Jimmy T. <clears throat> Sweet Jimmy T says, have you guys ever gotten into a philosophical debate with a close friend that escalated into an argument and hurt feelings? And how did you handle it? This, this whole podcast is me telling you you're full of shit. <laughs> he says, how do you handle it? Uh, parenthetical, apologize, stick to your guns, or blow it off? <clears throat> um, I have I have friends that I know, like, you know when you just have, like, listen, I know we're not going to agree on this. Uh-huh. So it's like, why talk? <clears throat> I called my buddy... A few days, when it was last week, it's a guy I talked to maybe once a year, but he was my best friend, like from preschool really? up until high school. And then everybody goes off to college and uh-huh. finds his way. So you, but, but you keep in touch with him? I, yeah, once a year, That's you know, great. check in on birthdays and stuff. 
I don't think I have any friends like that. Like really? Old friends that I checked in with. I mean, like, it was one of those things where, like, as a kid, we're best friends for everything. Being goofballs, mm-hmm. learn, like, you know, developing into adults together. Like, oh, man. And then he's... Uh, <laughs> Let me see your dick. <laughs> I remember that we had a conversation. Because I think I brought it up. I'm like, something about, like, jerking off or something. He's like, man, I found out about that last summer, but I didn't know how to talk about it. But, no, you know, it's the best thing in the world. And you don't even know you could do that? So I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, we got to talk about this. But how do you... How do you, you don't want to be the first one. You ever, like, uh, just, uh, grab your pecker when it gets all weird and hard and go back and forth? Weird shit happens. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be the first guy to ask My about it. My dick done thrown yeah, up. Yeah, that's not that public school sexual education wasn't going to answer those questions mm. for us. But now, I mean, he's like super right wing, lives in Iowa, you know, trying his best to live off the grid. Oh, really? <laughs> As, you know, gun aficionado. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm not. What are we? Are we just gonna? Why argue about something that we know we don't see eye to eye on? Yeah. As a friend, like <clears throat> friendship, like. Cool, man. I know that's your belief, and you know my beliefs, but then let's... We're not going to win each other over. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, if I have a question <clears throat> about that side of believing, it's like, I don't want to argue, but can you tell me why this or why that? Mm-hmm. And because we're friends, he knows it's not offense. It's like, okay, let's yeah. have a conversation about that. Yeah, yeah. And that's refreshing <laughs> sometimes to be like, hey, let's have a difference of opinions that doesn't result in shouting and isn't on Twitter. And us no. calling, you know, like seriously, I make me understand a little bit. Let's be you know? two adults. I, I want to hear your um, yeah. Perspective. Let me hear your. I'm not trying to argue with you. I want to hear. Yeah. I live in liberal, you know, hedonistic Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But tell me why you feel this way about certain issues. As from an education standpoint, yeah. not from a criticism standpoint. Yeah. <clears throat> now, my good friends, that you know, you get drunk and stoned or whatever, and just have a stupid debate about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's never hurt feelings because I think it's always – it's never been like big – I've never had like philosophical debate like what, about what, politics or homosexuality. Like usually everybody kind of agrees and if you don't, you're like, what, what are we going to argue about? Yeah, yeah. There's no point. I don't have any friends like that, but if I wanted to engage in stuff like that, it would be with my family. Yeah, <laughs> and, but I just don't have the energy. My mom's always, I guess. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> I'm going into the yeah. close friend part, but family members, different situation. My mom posted. She's always just reposting memes. Oh yeah, she doesn't have any original thoughts of her own. But <laughs> well, somebody else summed it up so well. It was her thought, but somebody else summed it up with a picture with words on it. She posted something the other day about share. Hit yes and share if you think that prayer should be brought back in school. And I wanted to be like. Yes, if it means all religion, like yeah. you want prayer back at school. Well, can the Buddhist? Can the, can the Jewish kid? Can yeah. the whomever? Which, which prayer? Yeah, yeah. Can the Islamic kid? Can they all pray? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like. And I want. I so bad want to like respond, like comment, but like, <clears throat> but like seriously, hey mom. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean just Christian prayer? Got it. Make that clear because. Yeah. yeah, I I get I well my mom and I always butt heads and I've tried to be a little more peaceful lately. The new one is like I talk about like oh man my dad was in Vietnam. She's like well he was he was in the Philippines because that's where the the base was. So when you say Vietnam, I think it's misrepresenting. No, like, it's not. I'm, I'm like it was the like the Vietnam War. He was a participant. Was that a Vietnam veteran yes. or is he a veteran that was he was technically been the Philippines? What, how, what do you say when you say he's a veteran? Yeah, that's just he fixed all the airplanes. 
airplanes that flew over there. And it was like, <coughs> I said it in a bit for one thing, and we had that discussion. I'm like, yeah, but that's not how the words work. Yeah. And also, I'm not going to explain that in a joke where that doesn't have any bearing on the story yeah. and just takes time away from getting to a joke. Yeah. And then I said it again the other day, like something about like, just when Dan was in Vietnam. Well, you know, because when you say it like that, I'm like, and I start going at her. I'm like, that's not just like, well, I don't want to argue about it. Then don't bring up the bullshit. Yeah. Then don't bring up the part that you know I'm going to argue about. Yeah. Well, also, I, are I, I, you I, I, trying I, but, to discredit your husband's service? Like, like she's not trying to discredit it, but in her, she thinks very linear, linearly and very literally. Uh-huh. Like, well, but the facts are that he was like. It was the Vietnam War. Yes. It wasn't the Vietnam War starring Cambodia, starring the Philippines, and uh, supporting players, uh, the bases that train. It's like, no, that was the subtext. That's that's what's happening. And nobody cares. When you tell that story, no one's raising their hand. Wait a minute, Kyle. Did you mean he was in the country of Vietnam? 99% of the arguments I have with my mom (laughs) fall under the nobody cares about this. Uh, but it, you know, and one of those things too, is like, we, we will aggressively agree with each other, mm-hmm. but argue about the nuances of yeah. how we agree. Yeah. That's like, I don't know how to, and this will, yes, of course I agree. And then this get like, where you're both equally getting worked up about a subject. Yeah. But just, and I'm like, why? I don't want to get into this. Yeah. But so, um, I'm trying so, sweet Jimmy T <clears throat> I'm, uh, Learning that sticking to my guns never results in a win. Yeah. So I try to not be uh, rudely dismissive, but let it go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been doing. Let it go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. We're still on the same side of most arguments. So mm-hmm. we argue about minutia, whereas I could see if your mom's, you know, religious and Southern, like, well, that's an ideal, ideological yeah. place that I'm like, man, I'm not going to get into that. Scott Burchett asks, you see Bigfoot in the woods. You don't have a camera, but you have a gun. You kill Bigfoot, but you absolutely prove their existence or let him go. Side question, or just would Bigfoot... Or just wound Bigfoot and try to wrangle his big ass out out of there. Uh, definitely wouldn't shoot Bigfoot. Give Bigfoot the gun. Find out what kind of creature he is. Yeah. Because <clears throat> then, you know what? If Bigfoot kills you, you got Bigfoot's fingerprints on the gun. Mm-hmm. And now, probably some DNA. That's true. Who shot Dave Stone? Bigfoot did. Yeah. Story of the goddamn century. <clears throat> or Bigfoot bends the gun in half, just like mm-hmm. in... Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Wasn't that a scene, Harry and the I Hendersons? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> I think so. And now Bigfoot understands that you're peaceful, and maybe he gives you a little glimpse behind the curtain, like, all right, because you didn't shoot me. Mm-hmm. There's my old family. We actually just make violins. You don't realize that. Every modern violin <laughs> is handcrafted by Bigfoot. And then we got, we got, we'd sell them on the dark web. Oh, that's <laughs> See, I'm less concerned with proving to the world that Bigfoot exists. I, all I really, I mean, that'd be nice, but all I really care about is just proving to myself. All right. So, well, just seeing him, I'd like footage. I just won't see him. I'd like video footage, but just seeing him for myself, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'm good. Uh, Charles Par- Passions, pa- pa- Passions, what? Passions, Passions. Charlie Passions? Old Chucky Passions? Passons. 
You played them on the great passions. P a s s o n s. That's not passion. Is that P a s s o s n s? There's no i in there. Passons. Passons. Chuck Passion. You played him on the gravy boat. I was curious what your thoughts are on the allegations against Ryan Adams. Dave and his new CD <clears throat> release being canceled. Oh. Also. Well, I didn't know all that stuff happened. Somebody else just threw uh, the sing- not threw the singer of uh, Lucero under the bus, I guess. Oh, really? Claiming claim music. Ray, Mc- Ray McScriff. What'd he do? Well, there was a col- there was a question from Colin Broomhead, but I was looking at it and it, it, he mentions Lucero, and then somebody else was like, "Oh, the singer's a creep." Oh man, <sighs> I fuck it. Whiskey Town, which was Ryan Adams' band before he went solo, one of my favorite bands of all time. Like they, yeah. when I think of alt country and that sound that I like, those those that was early like two thousand, they nailed them. Ninety seven, they put out. Uh, Technically, they had an EP that you can't find. It came out in 96 called uh, Rural Free Delivery. It's fucking amazing. If you ever find that, oh, they do a Black Flag cover. It's yeah. so great. Uh, it's because another question in here is what do you feel about Black Flag? So let's double it up. <laughs> I like Which Black, Black Flag, Flag song? Um, uh, nervous Breakdown. Whiskey Town covers Nervous Jack Breakdown. Jack Eisenhuth so good. thoughts on Black Flag. Um, but then they put out Stranger's Almanac, which is a masterpiece. And then the, the, they put out two after that that were okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I fucking love Ryan Adams. I love Whiskey Town. Very, uh, very sad to hear these stories coming out about him. Well, is he just creeping out youngsters, right? Creeping out youngsters. And then there was, yeah, some, some sexual text back and forth with a 14-year-old. Oops. And he claims he didn't know she was 14. But... You know, and I get that. Like, hey, I'm texting with her. I don't know how she, but maybe be goddamn a hundred percent sure the age of the person you're sexting. You know, I, I, I still, I, 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 it's such a go-to argument. I'm like, well, he was texting a fourteen-year-old. By the way, man, GGL and so punk rock. Like, I love that. So it's always like the yeah. look at GGL was the most punk rock. GGL, like, it sexually did. assaulted everybody in an audience and threw <laughs> shit at him. Like, I love that. Like, people still put that guy in a pedestal. It's a mentally ill man that we think is punk rock. It's like, no. Drive by truckers. Not, that doesn't excuse this behavior, doesn't excuse other ones, but I'm talking about people that try to accept this spectrum like true punk rock was not giving a shit. Yeah. Well, isn't sexting a 14 year old not giving a shit? And yeah. what parameter, which, yeah. which categories of not giving a shit do you, are acceptable and unacceptable? Yeah. Get a real morning radio DJ after two beers and I'm itchy. Drive by Truckers had a song on their first or second album oh, called that, The Night G.G. Allen Came oh, to Oh, yeah, town. man. One of the lines was, punk rockers pay $12 to be shit on. Yeah. <laughs> to Stuck be the shit microphone on. up, up his, his ass. ass. Oh, such a good one. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to think about Orion Adams. I hope it's not true. But then again, you know, that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. Was it this episode or the last one? Like Maybe that's why he was dating Mandy Moore. Like, if, I remember when you used to look like a kid. If I put everybody <laughs> under the microscope, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to listen to music cuz separating the art from the artist. I, I still don't know what's the right thing to do on I, that. I, I Am thinking, I supposed to never listen to some of these people's albums but, again? Okay, this is like half was a bit that I just is too much of a statement than a funny bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to go to that point of like, so yeah, I made a point, but mm-hmm. there was no joke there. Yeah. 
But I was thinking about my bike ride today. It's that a meditative stop experience. Most <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but but everybody's everybody's made mistakes or has been just garbage. Don't yeah. let forget that. It's just the famous ones get called out on. Yeah, you know, and start with like all like the NFL people, like all these people are shit mm-hmm. and need to get called out on it. Why do they get a pass? Like why 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 do why did fucking celebrities wind up getting second chances and shit? Unless you're like straight up R. Kelly pissing on kids with a dungeon full of girls or whatever. Did you see that? I, I didn't. I didn't see it yet. But then it's like you know who you need. You need a plumber. Yeah. Fucking plumber hits his wife. I plumber goes to jail. Yeah. Were we talking about it on the show already? My no, I think I remember. You, bits? No, no, I, I may have seen you work on this joke. Do you ever do this uh, joke nah, on stage? Nah, I gave up on. No, that's a good premise, though. Like, but it's like, but like, oh, but the artists are misunderstood. Like, which nowadays is not the case. Uh-huh. Rightfully so. I'm glad that it's more turning. Like, fuck this guy. Yeah, great. Your songs were great. No amount of songs excuse excuses that behavior. Yeah, I fucking love Thriller. I would rather kids be unfucked. Yeah. If it means giving up Thriller, yeah. Well, that's I would the, trade unfuck kids for Thriller. That's the that's the moral quandary though is me us stop listening to Michael Jackson ain't gonna unfuck those kids. So <laughs> you know, if there's a soundbite <laughs> for the whole episode. <laughs> I mean, just because I stopped listening to Chuck Berry doesn't mean that all that shit he did wasn't you know no. But is it the? I get like, all right, I'm never gonna buy another record. Never but gonna you don't buy get a to, concert. Well, ticket. Michael Jackson, it's, it's like you don't get to make another one. Ryan <laughs> Adams doesn't get to make another record. You know, or you could make it, but your career has yeah. suffered because of it. Yeah. And that, yeah, absolutely, you fucked up this life <clears throat> that you had, like that Jesse Smollett thing. Like, yeah, you fucked up. You don't like. It's when people are like, oh, now they're such an interesting, broken character. Let's elevate them again. Or, like, how do you redeem yourself? How's Louis C.K. going to be like, well, I asked if I could jerk off in front of people. And that was, like, in the scope of what the behavior is nowadays, that's not bad. It was bad, but he'll be back. People people will let him come back. Apropos of nothing, uh, just talking about records and stuff. I I was at Amoeba yesterday. And uh, God, I love that place. And uh, have you ever been to Amoeba and parked in the garage, the underground uh, garage? No, <clears throat> I get free parking. Big fat garage underneath, free. Anyway, I pull up yesterday, and I pull right next to this little black Honda Civic or Toyota Corolla or something. Mm-hmm. And in the driver's seat, in the passenger seat, I just see a mountain of dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Just somebody in the passenger seat with a whole whole head of dreadlocks and in the driver's seat and they both were doing something it i don't think they were rolling a joint but they were they were engaged in something i don't know if they yeah. were opening a cd together or rolling a joint mm-hmm. or whatever but the guy in the driver's seat gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's gary Busey and a guy with dreadlocks in a very small economy car doing something weird <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This town is as magical as it is frustrating. And it it was, and there was no doubt that it was Gary Busey because it was, he had the Gary Busey face, the overbite or whatever, the too much teeth or whatever he's got going on there. But I was like, what? And it was seriously like just some $10,000 car. (laughs) 
<laughs> just some little little knock around Honda Civic. There's Gary Busey, and they were like doing something. They were Busey's a something. man of the people. <laughs> uh, Josh McAfee, uh, what's the most underrated type of metal? I, I don't understand. I, I don't know what's underrated, what's overrated. Mm, I tell you what, I I've got. I think aluminum into. gets shit on pretty often. <laughs> what if that is what he's asking? I'm trying to. I'm trying, I'm going, I'm trying to look at it from either direction. You know, <clears throat> man, I've been on a real big uh, doom metal, stoner metal kick. Yeah, you're listening to sleep in the oh, car. Oh man, like, how are you staying awake while we're driving? <laughs> yeah, I'm, you, I'm nodding off every ten minutes. You're a good sport about that. We only listen to sleep for about ten hours on that. Well, I like that stuff, but I'm yeah. like, this is what this is like. Space out almost meditative well that that helps me drive it's just where i'm just kind of getting a zone and not like oh shit it's four hours have passed and i barely noticed good yeah uh but yeah really big into sleep melvin's um really getting deep into some old black sabbath right now um but yeah that's, that's kind of my shit right now i don't know if it's underrated or not but uh i like that stuff sometimes i go <clears throat> sometimes i don't mind a little nerdy prog shit yeah like I'll make fun of Rush because it's easy to make fun of Rush, mm-hmm. but I don't know what I don't even like. I guess Coheed and Cambria is more prog rock than it is metal. Yeah, yeah. I mean the sword and stuff. Yeah, I love the sword. Just good seventies influence. Mm-hmm. I don't. I for a minute I was doing some black metal and some real Cookie Monster vocal mm-hmm. shit, but it's like <clears throat> there's there's a very limited amount mm-hmm. of that sub genre. Yeah. Of like hardcore music or something like, I'm not gonna feel like I'll feel like this in brief moments. But as far as a general listening, like I'm not gonna go to it. Sleep or or like I, that's like a not bad general listening. Like yeah. to have some music out in the background. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Sleep reminds me of like uh, fish for diesel mechanics. <sighs> Like it's that it's, is a very accurate. That is an incredibly accurate way yeah, to put that. It's got jam band elements. <laughs> yeah. Like the sound isn't jammy, but it's got that repetitive. Yeah. Oh, here's a 32 minute song. Noodle, noodle, noodle. Yeah, no, but, it's it's fish. Yeah, but with OSHA approved footwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that is a great description of that. <laughs> All right, one more. You picked the last one there, buddy. Oh, I don't remember which ones we did. Mallory yeah. <clears throat> Green asked a lot of questions. Um, well, we haven't even done that many, like, boogie monster topics. Not that we they do. They don't have though. to be boogie monster topics. This is This is a chance for the listeners, the patrons, to just uh, kind of explore... Our stupid personalities. That's every episode. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Andy Sanders, what is each of your favorite, least favorite, real-life terrifying creatures? For example, my favorite would be a cassowary. Those things are freakish. I'm What's gonna that? I'm going to look it up. Favorite and least favorite real-life creatures? Oh, it looks like a... It lo- Oh, a cassowary. It looks like a... <clears throat> It looks like if the movie Twins was about peacocks, this is the Danny DeVito. Okay. That's a little this, miniature shitty peacock? It's just it's just ragged looking. Huh. It also is very obviously the connection between birds and dinosaurs. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, you could look it up yourself, cassowary. But it's, it looks kind of like a turkey, kind of like an emu. C a s s o w a r y. But it's also got like a big giant thing on its head that's very uh, oh, dinosaur. Yeah. Oh yeah, ostrich like. Kind of an ostrich kind. Of, yeah, ostriches are fucking weird. The way they run around. Yeah, this is a creepy little fuck. Who is that? Somebody, how did somebody... Oh, God damn. Just, just some tiny <coughs> bit of a thing I was watching saying like how they realized like dinosaurs would... Like, how they decided dinosaurs would be like... They'd be like, oh, we found these bones of a dinosaur, but we have no idea how it moves. And somebody was looking at like a chicken or a turkey or something hmm. running like... That's how it would move. And that's how they connected birds to dinosaurs. Was yeah. seeing like after already finding dinosaur bones and like putting the way to, their legs move. Yeah, and but still not knowing how it moved is somebody's looking at a bird, huh? Like a flightless bird moving. Like oh no, that's how this works. That's how that skeleton. Yeah, and it was like some breakthrough, like a recent breakthrough. It was like on in the seventies or something. They kind of put those things hmm. together. I don't know what. Real life, I mean, deep sea creatures of all sorts are so, just to live in that, like, frigid environment. Mm -hmm. My favorite creature is a tortoise. Yeah? I love a big-ass turtle. Just the age. Just I just like their whole vibe. Yeah? They're just like, hey, man, just glad to be here, just passing by. I've been here for 300 years. Man, they can't do much can't do much but i like them i'm glad they're around you go to hawaii and they're always kind of swimming around i love a turtle a tortoise turtle yeah i love all those the big ones the old ones we've talked about how like some of them are like 250 years old oh yeah some of them seen history survived the civil war Mm Mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah i mean they weren't fighting in it brother against brother turtle (laughs) against turtle survived the civil war was actually at gettysburg (laughs) shells everywhere They didn't even have shells back then. <laughs> they had muskets, so the joke wouldn't even work. Oh, I love what? a turtle. Let's I hate get... a rat. Fuck a rodent. In indoors, an indoor. No, get out of my house. Hamster. Chinchilla. Those I don't mind because it's the intent. It's what's your intentions. But what's if the rat's a pet? If it's a pet rat, it, put a little collar on it and keep him in a cage. That's all right. It's these fucking feral little bastards that come running through your house. No thanks. You know what I wish could learn to shit in one place hmm. is a parakeet. Yeah. Same like, buddy same buddy who was like like right wing dude, but I still talk to him. Uh-huh. You know, his family always had parakeets and they were just chill. Yeah. Like they would fly they around. Talk? They would fly around the house. They would talk. They would just sit on the table. Sometimes they jump on the edge of your bowl if you're eating cereal. Okay. And they'll peck in a couple bites of cereal. Uh-huh. But they're not swimming in it. Yeah. They land. They sit on your. Sh- but they just shit. They just shit without. Oh really? With a, with, a, with with reckless abandon. So there's just there's just bird shit all over your house. Which is, is that's what animals don't do. have sphincters. <clears throat> Can birds not control their shit, or is it just like time to shit? Oops. I mean, I bet. Clear, it really seems like part. I, I thought I part heard that. B. Yeah, or maybe they just realize they don't have to control it. That's true. Like we're birds, we shit anywhere. Yeah, but they shit. They literally shit where they eat. They shit all over mm-hmm. their homes. 
But it was this parakeet was cool. You'd fly, you'd walk in the house and come just land on your shoulder. Did I tell you that joke about shit where you eat? Well, I can't remember whose it is. It's somebody's joke. And long story short, they're just like, yeah, I got fired from my bartending job because I was trying to hook up with some of the servers. And yeah. The boss is like, hey, man, that's not cool. You can't shit where you eat. And he goes, shit where I eat? I'm just trying to fuck where I steal. <laughs> I do know that joke, and I can't remember. I God, who's You were that? talking about it. That's such a was good it? Joke. I think that was out of Atlanta. Was that an Atlanta crew? Is that a Sanford bit? It sounds like a Sanford bit, but it's not. I don't, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not. I still want to do about the. I'm going to fuck where I steal. <laughs> I still want to find out who does the Captain D's could deny the Holocaust <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, like what makes a good joke is just that joke that I thought was yours where somebody's like, yeah, people are mad about Chick-fil-A being anti-gay because Chick-fil-A is good. So people are upset they can't eat it because it's good. Captain D's could deny the Holocaust. Nobody give a shit. No, that's funny. Oh, I think you like... told me that joke. Maybe God, it was somebody funny. else. Captain D's. <laughs> Tell you one more. That's your fucking porno name. I don't know. Captain D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, some open micer comic years ago when I first moved to LA, he's like, talking about that. People get upset, you know, because all the names out here are, are, are Latino. All the streets' names are Latino. But, yeah. uh, you know, so people get upset when you don't pronounce them correctly, you know, like yeah. uh, La Cienega or Sepulveda or the 405. <laughs> <laughs> the 405. Fucking. Oh, just stupid, stupid jokes that are so much fun. You know what? One of my favorite jokes you've ever told me. Go and on. I'm not going to say what it's about. <laughs> But you just said so and so, so fat. They just bought a Toyota Corolla with cheese. That's not my joke. Is that not your joke? That's not my joke. That is that from just, a series. I know of, who it's about, so we won't say. But that. But it's a series of the dumbest fat jokes that have been compiled for Toyota years. Toyota Corolla with cheese. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a long heritage of those. <laughs> All right. Well, is that it? Yeah. I thought, well, you got another one in there. I mean, I don't they, know. we talked about horrifying creatures. Fucking sharks. Yeah. Sharks are horrifying. That's true. I think we covered most of these. Hammerhead sharks. Ooh. Those are scary. What a weird creature. All right. Yeah, I think. I think. Well. All right, last one. Kyle, what 80s or 90s action movie would you take over to Dave's house on a date night, given he doesn't seem to have seen any? I've seen plenty of 80s and 90s action movies. Yeah, what's the information from this guy? Dave, what? I mean, I think he's referring to, like, I haven't seen Indiana Jones, and I haven't seen some of but, like, I'm trying to get Katie to watch early Steven Seagal movies with me. Above the law, out for justice. You need to get her to appreciate good action movies, mm-hmm. and then you could do the ironic, stupid ones. I was trying to explain to her that it's almost like unintentional noir. But if somebody doesn't know the original, yeah, like you're not going to understand the parody if you don't know the original. Mm-hmm. That's true. In my opinion. That's true. I, I mean, fuck, man. I, you ever seen Gleeman the Cube? 
No, I know what you're talking about. Skateboard no. movie? Yeah, yeah. Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. And the dude from Scarface. Mm, 80s action movies. I Man, I'm just... Indiana Jones. You, so, well, you've seen none of them? <coughs> none of them. Just think, the original? I'll watch it tonight. I think that's a movie night. I yeah. think that is something that... What's the original? Indiana Jones and the what? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Uh, Indiana Jones and the fucking... Not the Crescent Moon. Indiana Jones and the fucking... It's with the... And the Holy Grail. Is that the name of it? No. And then the Crystal Skull one, which skipped that shit. That was the more recent one? Yeah. Ugh, what a fucking insult. Hmm. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. Um, But those three. Temple of Doom. It's all fantasy and silly. Temple of Doom got a bit childish. Okay. In the female lead, who was Steven Spielberg's wife, I think, and that's how she got put in it, is oh. very grating. Oh, really? But, uh, but man, that first one. Holy shit, it's an action movie, but it's also got mystical weird components to it. Hmm. Okay. Has Katie seen it? Does she, does, what does she like to watch? Because I can't watch it. Rachel doesn't watch scary movies. She doesn't watch action movies. We watch The Bachelor. We watch what she watches. She's just a very, I love her, but her tastes (laughs) are just very stereotypical white girl. A lot of, a lot of rom-coms. I love a rom-com though. I don't mind jumping into a rom-com. We get, we go round and round about the trash TV, the real housewives. Oh yeah. We started, we did start uh, talking about the, The ninety day fiance. Yeah. She watches sometimes a lot of it, sometimes Dave, for for you for the sake of your just let yourself have it. Like mm-hmm. there's that border, that that wall inside that I had too of like, but it's gar but this is garbage. But it's garbage. But it's garbage you can do together. It's like does she ever watch sports with you? Yeah, she's a good sport, no pun intended. Then yeah. that's the wall that she might have and be like, you know what? This is a thing you like. Yeah. See it as sport. Mm-hmm. Watch The Bachelor as sport. That's my problem. That's a good point. If I watch it as just empty calories. That's all it is. Yeah. You're, 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 all, you're hanging out with your missus mm-hmm. on a special night home. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're watching. It's about the time. And then this is a thing. You could both cheer and shit talk together. Mm-hmm. Much like if she wants to shit talk a team that you don't like, you shit talk the bachelor that you don't like with her my problem is and i've talked about this before but theoretically like that type of reality tv like how can i explain this like i'll watch a celebrity or somebody Mm. i know and have a point of reference of i'll watch fucking run's house because because i know who he is and there's a there's a point of reference and a backstory. These real housewives, they're not celebrities and they're not interesting. The housewives. Like, why am I watching these ladies? The like house, The housewives one is rough. It's like, these are people I've never heard of and mm-hmm. don't care about, and it's minutiae. Like, at least 
when you were watching what was the Osbournes, it's the same garbage, but like, yeah. oh, that's Ozzy. That's a guy I've been a fan of, or and now here's what his home life is like. But these ladies, I don't know who the fuck they are, and all the and it's and it's all just just drenched in like negative like but status that, stuff and materialism well, and Rachel just got home and you don't want to be a part of this but do you have any reason to defend I'm trying to get Dave to watch more reality TV with Katie right now cuz clearly we're on brand like 90 day fiance that's a premise that I that is interesting okay let's see but real housewives I don't give a fuck about these ladies going shopping because they're not even somebody I know or care about but what's the one about the restaurant she Vander, watches that Vanderpump too. Rules loves all that stuff. Vander, I need you, Dave. I need a premise that's like a hook. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just watch assholes be assholes. Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to see assholes with a direction. Assholes with a with a goal in mind. Like Much, pretend that there's an objective, so I don't have to feel like I'm. So like the Bachelor, or Bachelorette. It's assholes, but they're there's a premise. Yeah. They're pointed in a direction. But Real Housewives, it's just. A bunch of silicone fake boobed idiots yeah. yelling at each other about purses. Yep. I mean, what do you I got, care? You got to find which I flavor of trash. Yeah, that's my problem. I got to find the good trash. Too. Oh well, I didn't mean to get all upset. Oh, no, no, we, that's, that was a good one. <laughs> got to find that good, Dave. You got to find that good trash. Find that good trash. All, all right. right. Sorry for the late. Is this late or early? I don't even know what it is. This one's late, by the way. This is your March episode. I know it's, it's April. April 4th. But, uh, and, and we'll do another one this month. With new so get, questions. Get back on track with new questions. <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, thanks for your support. Spread the word. Tell a buddy every month. Dave's Kitchen will be up soon, too. So there you go. <laughs> All right. The Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster.